glad that they're here today. Amen. How many people are glad that Jesus is a risen Savior? Amen. Goodness gracious, I tell you, we've got so much to be thankful for. He is mighty to save.
Brother Mark come up and share a little bit about the CMA and just kind of kick things off. And thank you guys for hanging out. We've got some more to share today. Come on up, brother. You got to get closer to the mic. CMA is, there's a couple things that bond all of us together. The number one thing that bonds us together is Jesus. Amen. We ride for him because he allows us to do that. And everywhere we go, we're a backpack. We don't talk about what church we go to. We don't talk about what church we go to because we all have church family. But we are a family of people who like to ride motorcycles and share God's word. So, I just praise Jesus that if it wasn't for him conquering the grave, we wouldn't be here today to be able to do those things. That's really all I got to say. Amen, brother. That's good. I got a few things to share with you guys today. I just want to say thank you guys for coming out. Um, it is definitely a blessing to get everybody together. Man, this is an exciting time, man. This is what it's all about for believers. Come on and say amen. Amen. I'm tell you what, now y'all can take about 10 steps this way. Y'all can take two steps this way. Everybody get close. There you go. There you go. I'm kind of reeling you in, man. I'm doing some fishing today. But I tell you what, I just want to pray again and thank the Lord for what he's doing. Amen. Father God, we thank you that we can come boldly to the throne of grace because of what you've done that we serve a risen Savior, Lord. We are grateful. We are thankful for each one here. We're thankful for safe travel. We're thankful for those that might be watching online later, maybe even now. It's not by accident. Lord, you have a divine appointment for each one here today, and we praise you, and we thank you. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, I wanted to share a few thoughts before I jump on in. And I tell you what, I do want to thank the CMA for all they do. I know that, uh, that they've had a lot of things going on this year, and they're still always willing to come out and share what God is doing. And so we, we are in the same boat with that. We love to share about what Jesus is doing. How many people like sharing what Jesus is doing? Amen. How many know he's doing something special in your life today? Amen. Well, like I said, this is my, probably my favorite time of the year. I mean, Christmas is great. It's awesome. We have to have the Savior born, right? I love my anniversary with my beautiful wife, Wave, over there. You can raise it a little bit higher, honey. <laughs> and I love my birthday because I celebrate that all month long. How about you guys? How many got like a whole month of birthday? Just about me like that, don't you? A whole month of birthday, right? Yeah, forget my but there's nothing like today, amen? There's amen. nothing like knowing that when you have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, you are secured forever. Somebody say amen. 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 excited. Because you know, if you was at the racetrack last night, y'all have been doing like this, right? But it's Jesus' day today, right? Amen. Guess what? Don't stop today. Keep on rolling. Keep on doing what you do. Allow God to continue to work in your life. I was thinking about a few things here, and I just want to kind of roll through it. You know, we come today and stand out here in freedom, knowing that when we have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, we can rest assured. When we take our last breath here, we can take our first breath in his presence. Amen. But you know what? A lot of times people think that, that eternal life is just when you leave. But I'm going to tell you that he came to bring us life in abundance, right? today here that doesn't mean that everything we do is perfect that doesn't mean that we never have any trouble but it does mean that we never go through trouble alone somebody say amen if they believe that it's it's lonely out there sometimes but i don't care where you're at you can always call on the name of jesus and we think about what happened over 2,000 years ago as we lead into this week 
as we think about Friday. You know, with our natural eyes and looking back through history and things like that, we probably didn't see too many things that was good on Friday. But Sunday was coming and we're here, amen? Think about that. All that torture, all that sold out by his friends and everybody else because he was still thinking of you and me. You say, how in the world was he thinking of me? Hey, hey he's not bound by time. But he just chooses to, to embrace us by his love. At six hours on that cross, the sin of the world crushing down on the weight of whose sin? My sin. Our sin. Was just pushing down, smothering the life out of him. Right? Now, I'm not telling you this to bring you down. I'm telling you this to lift you up because it is finished. Amen? Amen. He said, it is finished. And look at that. When that happened, the, the, the temple, the, the, the veil in the temple just ripped. See, there were so many laws and so many things that would just keep you from going into the holies of holy. But now you can come boldly to the throne of grace when you put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. How many people know that's an awesome thing? That's yeah. amazing. Do you think I get a little excited about it? Yeah. Every now and then. Because I'm going to tell you what, man. I used to get excited for, for things of the world. But, man, that ain't nothing. When I found out about Jesus, I got excited. When somebody told me that I could be forgiven of all my sin, somebody say, oh, oh. oh. Man, I love Romans chapter 8. I probably quote it about every week. Sometimes I quote it every day because I need it. How about you guys? Think about that. Romans chapter 8. Therefore, there's no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. That's good. This is what I'm not saying. Don't live your life any way you want. Live it sold out for Jesus. Because what he did, he gave us a choice. We chose him. And when we put our faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, amen, the finished work of the cross where he says it's finished, that he came and paid our sin debt in full. Everybody had a sin debt. Everybody had a sin debt. He said, all the sin and fall short of the glory of God. It's not how smart you are, how pretty you are, any of those things. It's about all about what Jesus did. All about what Jesus did. If y'all watch it, it's all about what Jesus did. And let me tell you what, man. Grab hold of that today. I got to thinking about that. Now, once we grab hold of that, once we call him in that mighty name of Jesus, where we're set in the family, he gives us his, his Holy Spirit as a deposit and a seal in us to the day he comes back to get us. Amen. We are secure in Christ. And guess what? There's some other things that God wants us to do. He wants us to live for him. How's our life looking? Are we prepared to give account on that day we stand before the Lord? Now, our sins have already been taken care of, but he's got a calling on your life. He's got something for each one of us to do. He didn't just save you and set you on the sidelines. He saved you and put you in service. Amen? See, that's what happens all the time. I refuse to rust out. I'm going to wear out, man. I mean, I'll tell you what. I'm 53. I don't know how many more years I got, but I'm going to live the rest of my can the best that I can for Jesus. I know this. I've lived longer in the past than I will in the future. How about you? Everybody's uh, doing the calculator. No, we want to keep it. But you know what? It's okay. Because here's the deal. Again, when you were secure in Christ, when you said, Jesus, come into my life, forgive me of my sin. Today, I want to walk with you. Today, I receive you as Lord and Savior. Let me tell you something transforms in our life. Something changes in our life. Guess what happens? We pass from dead to life. The Bible says in Romans 5, 8, he says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. How many people qualify for that? I'm going to pray for everybody who didn't put their hand up. Right? You know it, man. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. I'm like, I'm in. See, we try to make it hard. Jesus did the hard part, man. He came from heaven and lived a life that was sinless without sin. Right? Sinless without sin. You said, isn't that the same thing? Yeah, I want to make sure you got it. Without sin. And he gave his life. He poured out his life, his blood, so that we could be ushered in to 
the presence of God when we put our faith and trust in him. There's a couple other things here that I want to share with you. How do you live your life? Are you living with no regret? No regrets? So many times we, we think about that and we go, man, I'm going to do it my way. Did you ever hear that? I'm, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to go to work and I'm going to do it my way and everything else. What about his way? How many know that his way is much better? Yeah. It's so much better. <laughs> I remember when I got saved in 1995, somebody came outside the church with a Bible track and said, if you die today, you know for sure you go to heaven. I did not know. But when I read that and what God requires, I knew that I was surely going to hell. Because I couldn't be good enough, smart enough, handsome enough, any of those things. I needed a Savior. And there's only one Savior. His name is Jesus Christ. John 14, 6 says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Aren't you glad that it's only one way? Because if it was more than that, I'd mess it up. I just know this. People say, what are you counting on, buddy, to get to heaven? Oh, you a nice guy? Well, my wife thinks so, right, baby? Right? I got her on the spot today. Boy, it's going to be a long ride home. But you know what? Nice guys don't go to heaven. People that put their faith in trust go to heaven. Oh, yeah, I don't mind working. I don't mind, I don't mind helping. I don't mind doing. But my works are like filthy rags, and so are ours. Oh, everybody. It's about what Jesus has done. I never get tired of telling that. That is the story. That is the good news. So are you prepared to give an account for your life? If you stood up there and said, hey, did you live out your life? See, I started late in the game. I went to church once when I was five and once when I was 30. And if you're a rock and roller, there is a whole lot of things in there that you are glad that you are forgiven of. Amen? <laughs> Guess what? Even after you're saved, there's still a whole lot of things that you're glad you're forgiven of each day. So I always say this, man, I am preaching to me first. You want somebody to pray for? You can always pray for us. We're so grateful to have you guys here. We meet right across the street at Nine Cedar Road every Sunday at 10 a.m. But let me tell you what. I can't tell you enough about what God has done in my life. But what has he done in your life? What has he called you to? Are you ready to finish big? You know, I don't know about you guys. Like I said, I, I know you're going to say, well, yeah, buddy, you're talking about dying. No, I'm talking about living before I die. So when I do die, I finish big. Amen. Hey, man, when I tell you what, when they, when they put me in the ground or dust me off or whatever y'all choose to do, it don't matter to me because this one fight is going to be war slap out. You know, they'll probably keep the knees or something like that because they've been replaced. But that's all right. But everything else I got is war out, man. Because I'll tell you what, I'm going to keep swinging for the fence for Jesus. I'm going to keep telling people about Jesus. Even when I fall down, I will say, Lord, forgive me. Pick me back up because I want to finish big for Christ. If there's, first off, there's two things I'm going to tell you today. First off, if you've never placed your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, you need to do that today. You say, how do I do that? You ask the Lord to come into your life for your forgiveness of your sin. And say, Lord, today, I believe you're the son of God that takes away the sin of the world. Today, Lord, I receive you. I receive you. Secondly, I want you to know this. God has something for you to do. God's called you to do something. Right? What is it that God's put in your heart? What is that desire that God's put in your heart that you can use to mirror Christ? You say, well, buddy, I don't play guitar. I know, but that's okay. Well, man, I don't sing, buddy. I don't play the drums. I don't do any soft shoe. I salsa dance. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's you're a good listener. Maybe that you pray. Maybe that God's called you to raise your family in a Christ-like manner. Maybe maybe it's a business you own, your restaurant, and you can say, you know what? God has, has, has given us this place, and we're going to honor him by what he's done for us. Maybe it's at your school, and you say, you know what? I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to go with Jesus' way. I want to stand on the word. 
Friends, we've come to a place in our life now that we've just walked across the word. We need to stand on the word. We need to be the word. We need to be the light in the darkness. Amen? Jesus left no loose ends. Aren't you glad? He didn't say, ah, almost got him. He said, it is finished. He didn't go halfway to the cross. He didn't come halfway out of the ground, right? He rose. And I want you to hear this today. Many times, you know, when I was younger, I was thinking, what's the big deal? It's a big deal. Everything we believe, everything that we count on, our hope, everything is tied in to what Jesus Christ and what we celebrate today, that he is a risen Savior, amen? That's something to get excited about. You know, like I said, people go to the races. I love watching the races. They jump up and down. People like football, jump up and down, everything else. If your kid's in a, in a race, you're running and everything else. Funniest thing I ever seen when my kids were coming up. I went to the soccer game and pulled up. Before we ever went, we're looking, and, and Thomas was younger. He said, I think I want to do that. I said, good. And I looked at my wife, and I said, please, don't ever let me run along the side and scream like that mom just did. Right? She was just going, whoa, little Johnny, and everything else like that. But think about that, man. If we got that excited about what Jesus Christ has done for us, whoa, come on. Think about that. Listen, well, yeah, I'm saved. He's pressed out for us. Oh, man. Turn it up. Crank it up. Say, man, now I don't know. I always say this. You don't have to put nobody in the Holy Ghost headlock. You don't have to put them in the chicken wing for Jesus. Just love them where they are. Aren't you glad that somebody came outside the church walls and told you about Christ? See, I was, I was looking at all the wrong places. But somebody, God had put it on somebody's heart to come outside the church walls and tell me about the greatest love story ever told. And that's what we're celebrating today. And so I, I pray that whatever you, you, that God has put in your heart, that you invest it back in the kingdom of God. Invest it back in the kingdom of God. Finish big. Know the master. And I tell you what, you'll see God start working mightily in your life. I'm going to finish with this thought. We talked about this a few weeks ago, and I can't get it out of my mind. Everywhere you go, everything you do, everywhere you've been, there's some fingerprints. You leave them, people leave them on your life. You go to a drink machine, they're on there. There's fingerprints on money. How many people, what is that? CSI, they see all the stuff and everything else. You, there, there's fingerprints everywhere. Jesus has his fingerprints on your life. How are you using those fingerprints to share them with other people as you go around? You say, well, I, I don't know what you mean. Hey, maybe it's it's opening the door in the name of Jesus. Maybe it's it's praying for somebody. Maybe it's it's just something in your life that you know what you say, man, I just feel that urgency that I need to go to church. Now, first let me tell you this. Going to church doesn't save you. A personal relationship with Jesus Christ saves you. And when you have that, then you want to go to church. You want to be in his house. You want to be in his presence. You want to share the good news. You want to know more about him. You become hungry for the word of God. Amen. Let me tell you, you can never exhaust the word of God. You can never exhaust the blessings of God. I want you to hear that today. So as we leave this place, I hope you guys come on over and have some coffee and some donuts and hang out and come back to our service at, at 10 a.m. But I want to tell you what. If you, if you never get anything else out of what I said today, let me tell you something. Jesus loves you. You said, buddy, you don't know my past. You don't know mine. But that's all right. Look at this. Jesus has called you and I to live for him. He says, I separate your sin as far as the east is from the, the west. I bury, your sea, I bury your, your sin in the sea of forgetfulness, man. It's done. You know who brings them up? The guy in the mirror. Don't you? We're our own worst enemies sometimes. But let me tell you. I want you all to repeat this after me. I am forgiven. One, two, three. I, I am forgiven. forgiven. 
That, that's freeing, isn't it? That's freeing. But it was not free. It cost Jesus his life. We can't add to it, but we sure can receive it. I was thinking about this, and I really entitled this a little bit of a, a message today. I, I titled this, Share His Story Through the Pages of Your Life. Share His Story Through the Pages of Your Life. In other words, He's the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega, right? But we have a choice to live for Him or not to live for Him. It's a daily choice. It's a daily decision. What are you going to change in your life so that you can live for him wholeheartedly? You know what? We all miss the mark. We all blow it from time to time. But don't you know God will let you start over? Don't you know his grace and mercy is new every day? Aren't you so glad that when he paid the price, it was a price that was paid in full? How do you sit there and be quiet about it? How many people like to shop? My wife's going to raise both hands. Oh, Angie, please. You love to shop. You don't? I married the wrong one. I'm teasing. I'm teasing my sister-in-law's up here. But, man, I tell you what I will say. I say tease my wife all the time. I got a bargain, babe. She looks around for those deals. And when she finds a deal, she calls everybody. Man, I got a deal. Mama, I got a deal. I got a deal. You know what the best deal is? Jesus. When you just call somebody and say, man, we went to church today. Let me tell you what God did. Man, wouldn't that be amazing? We went to outtime service today, man. This guy was all crazy about Jesus and having a good time and talking and spitting and playing guitar out of tune and everything. He was still happy about Jesus. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter about anything else. It's, see, I don't care what you remember about me. I want you to remember about who I serve. The one that gave it all. That's what it's about, guys. That's what it's about, friends. So today, let me ask you, have you put your faith and trust in him? If you're listening right now and you're clicking through and you say, oh, I just happened to come across. No, you didn't. We've been praying that you'd listen. We've been praying that you come out and, and visit. But more so, we've been praying that you come face to face with the reality of this choice. If you die today, do you know for sure you go to heaven? You say, I don't know. Well, you can know. Because the Bible is very clear that when we put our faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. See, our sins separate us from God. I love using this analogy. I've been doing it for years. And let me just tell you. I don't know if any of y'all have ever got a ticket before. I'm the only one. Let's just stop and pray for everybody, right? Thank you, Mr. Bobby. And my problem is when I get one, I usually get like three in the same one. Thank the Lord that it's not been a while. It's been a while. But think about that. If you had, you, you had a ticket on the way here today, and you had to stand before that judge, and the judge comes down and says, look, you were speeding, you were doing this, you were weaving and everything else. You're guilty, and right in the middle of that, he says, you got a $10,000 fine, man. A $10,000 I'm going to have $10,000 in my jean pocket today. And right when that gavel's getting ready to come down, somebody you don't even know says, I love you so much, I'm going to pay the price for you. Would you say, no, man, that's all right. Don't worry about it. Or would you embrace that and say, thank you so much for paying my fine? I think I'd embrace that. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ paid our fine. Embrace that by faith. Grab hold of that. And celebrate today what it means to serve a living loving Savior. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you so much for the opportunity and the privilege to come and share on your behalf. Lord, I pray for folks all over the world to hear that message today and every day. Lord, give us the power to live that out. If you're listening here, if you're here today and you say, buddy, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. Let me help you. Don't make it hard. Jesus did the hard part. I said it earlier. I'll say it again. The Bible says this, that all of sin and fall short of the glory 
That means we all missed the mark. That means we need a Savior. He says if you break one of the Ten Commandments, you broke them all. He didn't give you the Ten Commandments to keep. He gave you the Ten Commandments so that you can see that you need a Savior. His name is Jesus. So today, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening to this next week, if you're listening to this tomorrow, if you're here today, make the choice. You have a choice. Call on the name of Jesus. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin today. I put my faith and trust in the finished work of the cross. And if you've done that today, tell somebody, I received Jesus today. And we're going to be praying for you that you walk that out, that you're encouraged in the Lord. Get plugged into a Bible-believing church, whether it's here or somewhere else. We've got room for you here, Nine Cedar Road. It's not about building a building. It's about building the church family for the kingdom of God. And that's what we stand for. And everybody said, amen. amen. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to send you guys out with a song. And this is a song that uh, the Lord gave me some time ago. And it kind of tells the story of what we've been talking about. I think I'm just going to use this microphone. And it goes something like this. It's called Lord, My Lord. Hearts were once willing.
having a great day. If you want to come join us again uh, here at uh, 10 a.m. at Nine Cedar Road, we're going to be kicking it off. Keep on going with the same theme. It's always the theme of Jesus. Amen. I hope everybody had a great time. Man, today, make that decision. Make that choice that you're going to live for Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit that he put in us when we called upon the name of Jesus. Everybody have a great day. We love you. And get something to eat and give somebody a handshake and a hug before you go. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. He is risen. Let me hear you.